Yo, what's going on guys and welcome to another episode of the 5-1 Formation Podcast. Guys, we got episode 36, the ball is rolling, the train is rocking and rolling. Guys, how are you, man? Good, good. You guys, good. I just found out that you two peasants are the only ones that cheer coffee, but uh, <laughs> bro, that, hey, that, that hey, was man. hard. Bro, that was hard to keep in. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we're okay. For real. <laughs> and with a smile too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's because you wish you could be a part of it. No, that's the best bro, what part. Are you about? Any of our cheers and coffee. Any of our listeners, they know that. No, nah, no Just chance. tell everyone you don't drink coffee. I don't no, drink coffee. Okay. French vanilla's coffee. Fight anyone who fucking <laughs> no, comes against me. Anyways, guys, um, the Champions League is back in action, and now we have the quarterfinal draws all set up. But um, we're gonna go right into it and talk about the games that happened over this weekend. You know, lots of action. There's a lot of transfer news too. Again, it's like I feel like bro, the big transfers, they all start to like bubble up on Monday afternoon. No, 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 no. It's because your team set a fire up everybody's ass, nah, nah, and that's why everybody is scrambling for transfers now when they have three months to do them. But they're doing them now because you guys are fucking grabbing everybody. Nah, bro. Anyways, bro, we're gonna we're gonna get into it after you know because there's like a lot of things to talk about. But uh, yeah, so we'll go with the first the first set of games. Juventus. Against Lyon, Juventus obviously winning 2-1, but not enough to make it through due to the two legs of the game. Now, I think we shouldn't open the speech about Juventus without this guy right here. So I'm going to leave it to you, bro. I want to hear what you have to say because I didn't watch the game and I know you did. So Go for it, Diesel. Go for it, Diesel, bro. Like, where do you, where do you even start? Bro, it's just been the summary of all year. Same topic, how the quality wasn't there. Champion, the championship mindset wasn't there. Hard wasn't there. Uh, very few players possessed that heart and work ethic on the team. Like Ronaldo is an exception. Delit is an exception. Uh, Dybala was injured. Um, and it showed in their decision-making and their focus and uh, their work ethic. So during not even just those two games, but throughout the season too, uh, not to mention the poor, uh, poor management decisions with the people that were purchased, um, old fucking midfielders that haven't been sold and are unsellable more or less, despite not really being sold today, mm-hmm. because they have fucking enormous wages, bro. Yeah. I hope Kadir is next on that list. Eight million uh, a season. And not only management, so Paratici and also Sari. You just can't, you couldn't get the, the job done because despite not having the players that he wanted, you still have to make it work somehow. And Sadi Ball uh, only especially w- against Lyon, especially against Lyon, who haven't played a, fucking, a competitive uh, game and God knows God how long. Knows how long? Yeah, and they and finished seventh in Ligue 1. <clears throat> so despite them being heavy underdogs in the game, you even said it before the game even said. I think you said it last podcast. Don't be surprised they, if Juventus don't com- go through. They so. did have a competitive game recently, though, against PSG, the Coupe de France. That was their only game, though. Wasn't it 5-4 final score? I think it ended in penalties Okay, so then let me change it to regular football. The regular football. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just wanted to correct, correct that just to make sure. But their own, that was their only game since COVID happened. Like, they came back. That they really that. meant something. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
it's crazy. bad, bro. I mean, there were there was like the controversial penalty that kind of two of them though. Of them, I, I yeah. would say both penalties given yeah. in that game were yeah. super. That, that's exactly where my point was going to come from. Was that the the first penalty, the one where it was the um, Bentecourt tackle, where I was going to say like that was completely like the call was just horrible. Where it was a clean tackle, and anybody like well, knows sickest. soccer, and it was a beautiful it was tackle. Ball. tackle. But ball. my other point is, is that Juventus are so far from what Lyon is in terms of what they have as a squad and what they have as talent that for me, you won't be able to use that as an excuse. Like Juventus should have won that game regardless of of yeah. that one mistake from the ref, mm-hmm. um, and that's where I fall on that. Bro, it was so bad. Like, Paradici created a fucking, just a terrible squad. Yeah. So bad that they have zero attacking options with Dybala out. Mm-hmm. And they had zero confidence with the rest of the team to get the job done. That they have to risk further injury for him, for him to actually be forced to come on. And, and, he, got, and he came off. And, and he came off. He, I, think he's, yeah, I think he stayed on for like 12 minutes or something. Who, who, and, yeah. who was this? Dybala. 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 He came yeah. on and got subbed off. Uh, 12, 13 minutes after. Bro, at tops 15, but still, like, you know, he came on to, like, kind of, like, you know, pull the trigger, you know, yeah. make it happen, and then, boom. If you're injured, injured, you're injured. Yeah, that's it, bro. Like, there's no playable. Like, if you're, especially muscle injuries, that fucking nag for a while. Oh, yeah, that don't it, leave. Man. That don't uh, leave. And so bad that <clears throat> we have zero depth to the point where it's sad you have to bring on a fucking City C player who looks like a patata. Like, he looked like me playing. He looked like fucking 220 pounds easy. Bro. And that was 5'4". So I 220. Can we talk about that Bernadeschi miss at the side of the net? How he, how he made all those moves. He's right there. I wouldn't even call it a miss, personally. I, I think would call it a good defensive play from the Lyon defender. I think it's lacking confidence. If you had the confidence, he would have made the moves and blasted it. I know it what in. you're saying. My first original thought was that it was a great defensive play. But I think from Tommy's perspective is that when you see it in slow motion... On the on the right side, like it looks like he had an open shot to the net, but I, I think because it like in fast motion in in live on like whatever it's happening, I, I don't think he had a clear shot. It just it seemed that way yeah, yeah. from the live. I, I agree with you though. Well, the screenshot I, that Anthony put, it was look, an empty net. Look, I think okay. this is a screenshot. Look at that, Antonio. I understand that, but, but you have to understand that he had just gotten by the goalie at Ex- that point. At that point, exactly. and look, the defender's already diving, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's but a quick you, play for me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think Bernadeschi got ripped a bit too hard for that I, play. I, I agree. But listen, bro. But listen, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. Like he said a couple of weeks ago, right? He's got a hard on for him. You know, like he 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 he. Ooh, under- sorry, he had a no no oh, Anthony. He's got he's got a hard on for fucking Bernadeschi because he he has a soft spot for him, bro. So if he would have scored that goal, all of the doubts that he would have had in his head. Would have been like this is all worth it, bro, and that could have changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Also, that was his time to shine, bro. Right there, yeah, hundred percent. I said the same. Bro, thing Dybala out. That, that was his team. time to shine, bro. Because, because, bro, underwhelming the whole season, but he still likes him. He gives him a chance. He doesn't mind, you know, yeah. whatever. Okay, that would have fucking like turned around his career, and it would have turned around what people thought about him too. You could miss that. Potentially miss. turn around the game too. Yeah. You know, but like I, I really agree with Alex also that it's the fact that you shouldn't. Juve shouldn't rely on like penalties and like uh, yeah. and bad calls. They should have just went in there and absolutely like what uh, like what Bayern did to Chelsea. Kill, kill the game, yeah. kill it. 
mission yeah. complete. We're yeah. on to the next yeah. one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, there was not uh, that. Uh, like you said, that drive, bro. I feel yeah, the second. You won't get that drive from the lack of forwards, which is what his point that's was. Thing, bro. Yeah. We hadn't, we haven't spent money on mids in like fucking three years, bro. And we have one of the highest wage bills in Europe. Yeah. And you have uh, DiBala at fifty percent. You have Douglas Costa, who, who can't even go to the game because he's he's and actually yes. injured, injured, sneezes and gets hurt. Yeah. So. And then you're left with Bernadescu, who hasn't had a, a promising season. And uh, I think he had a good game, though, right? Who? Bernadescu. From what I saw, because I was watching the, like, the game halfway because I was watching the City game. But I was, I was, able, I was looking at every 5-10 minutes. He was, like I said, his, his work ethic is there. It's just his IQ is... He, he's fantastic on bringing the ball up. He's great at doing that. Okay. But once he's in that fucking last stage the in the box, third, yeah. the chokes. guy just fucking chokes, yeah. bro. It's insane. That was like, uh, who's the impact player that we said that, that uh, he was there? Remember that he, he ran the whole field, but when he gets into the box? Odoru. Odoru. Remember that? Oduro. All this, Oduro. 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 Yeah. All the speed in the world, just like Bernadeski. <laughs> he gets there. Bro, he agreed, so I was no, pretty... Yeah, yeah, he agreed, because who do you think he's going to do? Well, bro, Oduro. Anyways. The guy who put there. our pizza on his head, yeah. yeah. Shaved the pizza yeah. on his head. But even like what Juve was known for was our defense. Even that too. This yeah. year, they were not solid at all. We had no fullbacks. <laughs> We had a right winger playing right back. We had no substitute for Sandro, who also hasn't had his best year and has been on the uh, gradually on the, on the decline for the last few years. Ever since you guys gave up Cancelo. So, uh, like, if you guys kept Cancelo, so I found no point. reason to give him up. I don't even... I think your, your defense diminished this year, obviously, because Sadia is a more attacking coach compared to Allegri, who has the whole defensive system set up in place, right? So, he was more of... Get the ball, sure. defend, and counterattack type of football. Where Sari, he tried something different in a team that wasn't that was used to defensive football for what eight eight years, That's safe it. to say, and just cool. didn't work. And you can't have attacking football with mediocre midfielders. I'm no. sorry. No, bro. Sari ball works as well as the midfield that you have available. So uh, it wasn't the you, case. You have washed up Ramsey, washed up Rabio, got. Kicked out of uh, Paris. Yeah. Then who else? Pjanic, uh, whatever. He, he didn't even want to play. Yeah. Matuidi, 33 years old and old. Kadira, injured and old. How do you want to bring up uh, not the ball mention, from the midfield with those guys? Not to mention, you need, like, you need time to build chemistry too. And he constantly had Pjanic playing and rotated the other two. Nah. So there's no way you can develop a fucking no. chemistry. Uh, for that what you guys need to do with uh, your new manager after firing uh, Sari is get uh, get a get a midfielder like this new manager. George, want to bring it up? I think Anthony should say who the new manager is. I'm so happy, Andrea Pirlo. And he said it with an Italian accent too, ladies and gentlemen. Andrea. So the uh, the maestro. The yeah. This guy, when I don't know, this when, could, this could go either way, man. When you okay, I'm just gonna admire him as a player first, because <laughs> he wasn't like physically like you know big, strong, fast, but man, this guy yeah, had IQ. elegance to his play. Yeah, elegance, and he's like one of the players that like I I truly admire too, and I, a lot of people do. But like you said, man, this is a leap of faith mm-hmm. for him. So let's, uh, I would say, let's see what Anthony, ha- Anthony's take on... Uh, Do you want to break it down first just to let the viewers know like exactly what happened with the sequence? Because I think it's very important too. For sure. So yeah. 
Juve lose that game against Lyon. The next day, Sarri is fired. Yep. Right? Like 12 hours after. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Fast you're waking up the next morning and, and you're finding gone. out he's gone. Gone. he's gone. And then you're like, holy shit, that was quick. That was real quick. So, But we know that Juventus, when they do quick moves like this, it's because they have a plan in place. So you're like, okay, let's wait it out a bit. And who do they announce? The head coach, Andrea Pirlo. Now, Andrea Pirlo, here's, now here's the whole debate about this now. Andrea Pirlo, 10 days before being announced as head manager of Juventus, was announced the U23 uh, coach for the Juve team, U23 coach. And that was going to be his first uh, coaching experience. Coaching experience. Yeah. 10 days later, he jumps to being the head coach of Juventus with zero games of experience as a manager. This is even bigger than any other coach that uh, that was a player Agreed. once upon a time. Closest thing is Lampard. I know Lampard had or coaching Olegana, experience, but... Or Olegana Solskjaer, or actually, Pep Guardiola, or whatever, you know? Yeah, but all these guys that you mentioned coach the lower team. They coach yeah. the, even, but the, that's what the I'm kids, saying. they coach the youth that, 19s, that's whatever. That's what I'm saying. Andrea Pirlo has zero. That's nuts. And, and that's my problem. With this whole, bro, like, you need a bit of experience mm -hmm. for me personally. I believe in Pirlo, and I agree with you, Alex. Sorry for uh, no, cutting good. you off. I'm going to get to you. I believe in his brain. Andrea Pirlo, like you mentioned before, played with a lot of elegance and used his IQ to his advantage. So I have no doubt that he's going to be a great tacticianer. Now, my problem is that he has no experience managing players which people, is very people, important yeah. you have ronaldo on the team next year or whatever next season how are you gonna manage him if you've never managed even kids hotheads before it's gonna be a tough task for him man I'm tough sure, task I'm and sure. i i truly believe it's not gonna work out in <clears throat> the end for him okay but I really hope it, it does work out, but because it'd be a nice story to see. Hundred percent. Crazy. Uh, yeah, and, and, I just don't. I don't believe it. And it's crazy for like Chiellini, Bonucci, and Buffon who played with him, and now he's their boss. Buffon's older than. The, I know, but I'm just saying. Than, uh, Andrea no, Pirlo. I'm just saying he's he's not managing players that he's played alongside with, so that's gonna help also in the locker room. I don't like, know, man. I for Buffon, Buffon's like a coach now, basically. He's like, feel, he's gonna be I right beside player Pirlo. manager. I feel yeah. like. Pirlo's gonna get a lot of help from the staff and a lot of help from like these. Bro, Buffon, Chiellini, uh, just players. them two. Well, don't forget, he has to create his own team, right? He has yeah. to create a team of assistant uh, managers, assistant this, assistant that. Like, but I think they're like it. hooking him up with. Uh, I'm sure they are, but somebody that, they had, that they've had at Juventus. The Pirlo move is starting to make sense to me now. The more that I think about it, because okay. it was the cheaper option than going for guys like pa uh, Poach or fucking. Uh, I thought they're gonna get Allegri again. I thought that's Allegri, what. The... But again, they would have to pay money for these guys, right? Yeah. Whereas with Pirlo. They, I think they signed him to a two-year deal. It wasn't a big deal, by the way, because they don't obviously don't know they don't know what's gonna work out. Mm -hmm. no. So it's, I think it's like a two-year deal. One point eight mil. That's fucked up. Compared nothing. to what they would have to pay, uh, to pay Poch. Yeah. Sadi was six. Again, they're saying it was uh, trash. Yeah, there you go. Poch would have been north of ten. But, Easy uh, at the moment. There's nobody else available except for Poch. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm sure they considered it. I don't know if they had conversations with him. Who knows? I'm sure they did. Because mm-hmm. pretty, pretty stupid if they didn't. Yeah. They shoot him a text. Say, oh, are you down? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, and uh, I also, I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, but Gattuso, did he have coaching experience before? In Greece. Yeah, yeah, all kinds Bro. of coaching yeah. experience. Sometimes, sometimes it'd be good, good, sometimes it'd be sometimes shit. Sometimes maybe shit. He that coached was, in so Greece. That's when he was coaching in Greece. Yeah. Okay. yeah because then, I he, feel, uh, then he coached a smaller Italian team, uh, I think, too, and said he Well, he coached AC before Napoli, no? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he went, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, and But I mind. think even before AC, he was in Serie B or If say, it does work out, it's going to be because players want to die on the field for him. That's the only way it's going to work. Because ta- like the tactics, like yes, he's incredibly smart. Uh, he knows the game almost better than anybody, and I, I can see that working. But if it's actually going to work, whereas they're going to win trophies, they need to believe in him. They need to believe yeah. in him. One and 100%. two, they're, they like they're going to die for him yeah. on that field, like Napoli does for Gattuso. And what better? Anyway, it's going to work. And what better manager to get to buff up the positions that you guys are lacking in mids? Now you have one of the greatest mids to ever play in control of the team. He's gonna find some young gems. He's gonna find some people. Watch. I'm very He's gonna buff up the mids for you. Very UK. curious to see who he wants on that team. He's gonna get a mid immediately. Watch immediately. He's go off to a mid. Uh, Tonali. Apparently. Yeah. I'm looking at Tonali, who looks identical to him, ironically enough, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and also plays a bit like him. But anyways, realistically, yes. I 110% agree with you, bro. Um, have zero managerial experience with a team that have Champions League ambitions. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, at this point, nine years in a row, like we fucking won the, the league. Yeah. So it's 100% risky. But because he's, he's such a humble player and so modest, like, I don't, for you to give attitude to him, like, in the locker room, like, you're a fucking, like, piece of shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's, like, literally something wrong with you. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Like, he looks like the most fucking calmest guy on the planet, bro. Even the way he speaks is all, like, He literally is back. the calmest guy on the planet. Yeah, the For a guy to yeah. play PS2 or whatever it was PS2, at the time. PS2, the night before the 2006 World Cup. Yeah. The final, yeah. The final. I read that somewhere. Nice. I don't even think it was the night before. It was so a of. couple of hours before. The day of. The day of. Even fucking better. Yeah. Wow. And scored one of the penalty shots. And then he goes and wins the cup. Like there you, there you go. So, I mean, honestly, it can go either way for sure. I mean, I think they're going to die for him, like Alex was saying. Um, and also, considering it might be the last season of Ronaldo, too, uh, Juve. So, uh, yeah, it might be a do or it's die. A, it's going to be an all or nothing type, type season. And no? uh, apparently, his preferred, because I saw a video of him having a conversation with another legend, uh, Fabio Cannavaro, what his preferred formation would be if he were to be a manager. This was like months in the past. Um, and he said, depends on the players. Good answer. 4-3-3 uh, three, three with everyone attacking, which is my favorite formation too. Uh, good ball possession. Something that uh, he loved to do back when he used to play. Um, so, curious to see what he decides to uh, do. But he also mentioned during that little discussion that they had, like depends on the players, but also... It's up to a manager to make adjustments when needed, which is super yeah. important. Something that Sadi did not do. No. And a lot of managers don't fucking do because they're hard-headed idiots. And uh, what, dif- what differentiates a manager from a great one is that you make changes on the fly. You make changes on the fly and, you know, figure out something that's, that's gonna finally going to work. Mm. You can't just consistently start fucking jamming a system down a, a player's throat, you know, and it's not going to work out. 
I think you're going to be happy in the long run that you guys lost to Lyon uh, because of the fact that they had this this plan in play. I'm happy that. And that it didn't happen later on where he wouldn't have had time to figure out his squad yeah. and figure out the players that he has. The point. You know so I mean? now he has, what, a month and a half to he figure has, it out? He has basically a month, and, a month and a bit. Not a half, but a month and a bit. Basically. Say like five, five because weeks. Because it's literally, five, I, I believe that Serie A is starting the same time as uh, Premier League, which is September 12th. I think that's the start date of Serie A. And I don't mean to put uh, anyone on the spot, but I have no clue if Serie A has the same transfer window as everybody else. Like, is it the split I'm pretty window? sure it, everybody has the same one because of COVID. I think that was like a major... I, I could be wrong. Which what was sense. it again? It was open until October. Open until October, October uh, 5th or something like that. Beginning of October. Beginning of October. First week of October. I think it was like EPL with an exception or something. Uh, Bundesliga did it too. They announced it like... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's everyone. Okay, weeks cool. ago yeah. or so. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. everybody had the same type of like restart in a sense. Yeah. So they all got kind of got that same rule. Mm-hmm. And, it's going to uh, be sick, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean, we're already seeing them being proactive. They sold uh, Matuidi today along with them actually hiring a new uh, head trainer, if you want to use that term. That title again, so he's starting. He's starting uh, to recruit already. Yeah. So and this trainer is like, his name is Paolo Bertelli, who worked with Conte at Juve, Italy, and Chelsea, and uh, apparently he's like super great with fitness. He needs to be working with Pirlo for that, and uh, so I'm very, uh, very down for that. Shit, so. I don't think we mentioned it before, and you definitely didn't mention it now. But Matuidi going to MLS, yeah, Inter Miami, Beckham. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a very good move. Doing it's moves for both, Beckham for both parties. Both parties, that's a good move. Yeah, I'm surprised good. Beckham didn't get uh, high caliber players on his team yet. Maybe well, it's taking some time, contract situations, it's difficult, whatever. I mean, he got uh, one big player from uh, Mexico, but I forgot his name. It's coming, don't worry, it's coming. It's <laughs> no, coming. But this is the first step to that, yeah, for sure. Anywho, any, anything else on uh, Juve and Lyon? Nope. I think we I'm rambled on a bit on that one. I'm fucking happy we'll be offloaded that uh, yeah. uh, wait for him. And Kadir hopefully is next because uh, it's time to rebuild, boys. <laughs> I think just to finish off that, I think we're going to see a lot of transfers from Juventus very soon. Yeah, And it's, it goes back to what I said before is that he needs that month to really get uh, the, the, the training underway to find out how he wants to play with them. Because if he's going to start doing it in the last two weeks... You're yeah. gonna see them lost in the first couple of games. Yeah. And yeah. We still need and, a number nine, and uh-huh. you still you still need a whole bunch Fullbacks. of pieces. So I'm, I think you're gonna see Juventus in the market the next week or two. Is uh, Iguain guaranteed gone or ninety five percent? He's okay. not even there. He's on the field. Like, just he was to be oh, there. he was fucking horrible during that game. Also, bro, by the way. pylon. Like he was just like zero work ethic, complaining all the time. Uh, Ronaldo was giving him shit uh, for not making a run when you uh, gave him a through ball at one point in the game. Like, bro, like yeah. no, he's on the pasta. Out. He's on the out. Spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> All right. So as Juventus and Lyon were playing, there was the second fixture, uh, the, the other game that was going on with Manchester City and Real Madrid. City edging 2-1. And I think the sum up of this game is Varane costed Real Madrid. Jesus Christ. Wow, he said it himself uh, after the game, right after. He said, my bad boys. He said my bad to He said this loss is my fault. All mine, basically. Well, that's what you want from one of your vets, right? And we can definitely call Varane a vet. He has so many games under Real Madrid's belt. Champions Um, League titles too, don't forget. mm -hmm. 
Champions League titles. But is this to question now the fact that were they missing Sergio Ramos? Yes. Definitely. You saw yes. it. I, I see it as more as like this was the time to prove himself because Ramos wasn't there. Who, Ferran? Yeah. And you know, you were worrying about uh, Militao? Yeah. And then look what happened. Because no, you thought in your head, Varane's got it covered. But that's, that's the thing, is that now I'm starting to question, like, I'm, okay, let me, let me backtrack. I'm not questioning his ability as a great defender, but at the same time, as, as a leader, as a leader, he's not there. No. I, I was, great point. I was just going to say that. I don't think people should look at his quality, because the quality is always going to be there. Just because he fucks up one game... Don't shoot him in the back yeah. type of it's thing. It's a big you know? game, though. That pressure was there, but that's be, that's what he's trying to say. And what you just said perfectly summed it up. He's not the leader. You need a guy like Ramos to take the back line by the balls, take command, yeah. and score goals. He, too. He's he's clearly not like Varane is clearly no. not the type to <clears throat> to lead the back line. Yeah. No, so that's what I, I saw, so, and the, and so, the pressure crumbled yeah. in that game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what though? Like I say that. Varane, like, when Sergio Ramos leaves, and we don't know when that is, but it's around the corner, let's just say, because he is getting older. You know, who knows okay. he, if he could hold this fitness yeah, for a while. He could play until he's 38. Okay, well, who knows if Real Madrid just don't want to get let's rid of him. Just, like, let's see, let's right? just say yeah. hypothetically, yeah. you yeah. know, hypothetically. All right? I don't think Varane is the guy to replace him kind of thing. I think Varane is the best number two defenseman. Yeah, that's fair. But I was going to say that before this game, you would have said he's ready to take over. Yeah. Anybody in the right yes, mind would have said yes, he's yes. ready to take but over. But this, this game exposed him a little. Absolutely. Is what I'm trying to get Absolutely. at. And this game also shows that people hate on, on Sergio Ramos so much because of the Reds. He's a dirty player and whatever. And he scores like all these goals and whatever. But I think it just goes to show that he kind of completes... He's the, the, he's the, the glue. He's the glue. He's the yeah, glue. yeah, mm-hmm. bro. He's the glue, and I and I was even telling Tommy that without Ramos there, like I'm hoping that we'd be able to pull away, which we ended up doing. Yeah, and you ended up doing. It, but yeah. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer because we did fucking win, and it was it was great. We're through. Four two on aggregate, bro. That's huge. It's huge. It is huge. But I'm not like celebrating like crazy yet because of the way we won in terms of like those mistakes by Varane there was two mistakes led to the two goals we won the game on those two goals yeah but why did okay I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot now why did Varane make those two mistakes because Because we put him on the post Pep Pep was smart enough to know absolutely put pressure on the back line absolutely now that Ramos isn't there Mm -hmm. put fucking pressure there absolutely look what happened twice man not once. It wasn't a Twice. fluke, bro. Yeah. It was part of the plan. And that's yeah, and that's and that's another thing too. I think Pep got tactically correct was that he told the city players to play the high press game from the second the game started. That plan, you right saw it away. Worst. And dude, and dude, there was even like uh, Real Madrid were having a hard time bringing up the ball. You yeah. you said it the whole game, yeah. the whole first half, anyways. <clears throat> bro, the midfielders they were like doing sloppy yep. passes, whatever, because City were just pressing them yep. like crazy, like bro. a swarm yeah. of bees, man. It was nuts. I just have it as Ryan having a bad game. I don't find him cracking under pressure because he's won titles, and don't forget. He played in the biggest game of any soccer player's career. He won a World Cup. True. You want to talk about under pressure? True. But, bro, there's no pressure. But who is he, who he, is just he playing had an off with, game. though? He, who is he playing Titi. with? I'm Titi. 
who arguably at that time was... For me, Umtiti's always been a top, top player. It's just uh, unfortunate the with the, with the injury. I'm just saying it's not cracking on the pressure. I'm just saying he had that one off game and this happened to be when Ramos isn't there. It's just bad timing. He had an off okay. game okay. and Ramos isn't there. So obviously all eyes point to him. But, totally, totally. But with pressure, I, th- I think you can't put pressure on Varane as a vet because he's playing for the, one of the biggest clubs in the world and he has a World Cup. Not too many center backs at his caliber could say they have a World Cup. Except for Ramos. No, you're totally right on this one. I say you start pointing the finger if this happens again and again, a second, a third, a fourth time. That's when I'm going to start pointing. This is the one time, the one time where you see him crack. You know what? I understand. I get it. But how old is he? How old is Varane? 26. How old do you think he is? I don't know. He's he's above 25. That's my guess. 27. Don't you think at that time you start to hit your peak a little? Well, how old is Ramos? I know we're not comparing no, but players, I, I'm, but... I'm totally with you on this, you man. Because saying, I bro? I had always had in my head that he's been in the game for so long. He's been at the top level that for so long. That he shouldn't be doing dumb mistakes like I that, bro. I completely agree with you. 100%. Oh, bro, every, every top player has a bad this, game. This, no, no. It, it just happened bro, to be at the okay, big, bro, uh, listen, bro, biggest stage of okay. club soccer. Carrier's fucked up. The fucking chance to win a, a title. You know what they did? And then they fix the problem right away. Hold on. Whoa, I'm going to stop you right there. Carius, young gun. And he's made mistakes before the Champions League final. Multiple yeah. mistakes. Okay. Okay. So you can't mention. So that was the last straw. Yeah. I'm totally with Tommy on this one. Yeah. Like, don't be fucking shooting uh, the guy right Bro. away, man. No, but, but dude, this is what's going to happen to him. I bet you the Real Madrid fans were ripping him. And usually, like, when... when uh, when when the fans don't want somebody at Real, they get rid of them. My my, they, my point, ugh, bro. Trust me, they want him there still. If it happens again, okay, I'll understand it. Okay. It's but, one mistake. I, I just said it just ha- so happened to be Ramos not there, so all eyes on him, and it was a Champions League game. But that's the point we're trying to make: is that the, like Ramos is finally not there to cover for him. Can he actually? Come up the pressure. Himself, kind of can, you can't, you, you can't base it, it off of one game. If Ramos was injured and it was more than one game and Varane was messing up, okay, it's one game. One game that Ramos wasn't there. I guess. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't think he relies solely on Ramos, bro. The guy's a fantastic center back. Bro, bro. he has a World Cup. And what crumbling? He's fucking three, was it three champions? Two Champions League, yeah. Two Champions League? Two Champions Bro, there's no crumbling. I'm sorry. No crumbling. And the guy is still 20, under 25. Is 25? What is 27. It Still has many years ahead of him. Guys, it's one hiccup. It's one bad game. That's it. That's if it was five but games a, but or a, four, yeah, go but for dude, it. But dude, but dude, a team of Real Madrid's caliber, yeah, there's no mistake. not on Varane. Look at, look at everyone else. Hazard, where was he? Again, but they're grooming him to be Ramos' successor. Don't you agree? Yeah, but I find he already proved to be that. It's one bad game. All right. I mean, dude. I think like you guys Antonio are said, really like bro, over-exaggerating guys, it's one, for game. one game. Look at his, look at his resume that he just said. a lot of pundits too. A lot of pundits too. It's not only it's uh, some of us in the room or some yeah, of us yeah, on no, Twitter or whatever. Bro, we're not normal. talking about Harry Maguire. We're talking about Varane. Look at his resume. Okay. You know what? We'll come back to this the next time Varane's alone. That's it. That's what Th- I want. That's the only then, time then, we could. Then, yeah. I'll, then I'll shut up and be like, you guys are right. All right. No worries. No, it's one I, game. We have it recorded. But, so. dude, but dude, it's not about it's one being. Game. It's not about being right or wrong. It's just that's what I think, Alex too, and you guys. No, uh, no, for sure. But I, but don't get me wrong. I completely understand the the the, the points that you're bringing up. Mm-hmm. I completely understand. But just he came short. That's it. Anyways, um, 
So the next day we uh, had another two set of games with Barcelona and Napoli. And <laughs> my oh my, Lionel Messi pulling up to the big From stage. The jump. Some metal tank. Langlais tank. Yeah. Piquet vet. All-star vet. I don't I forgot who the fuck commented that Ramos is a million times better. Some fucking old Madridista de mierda. <laughs> Bro, you're putting down PK and he has as he has the World Cup. He has the 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 Euro. The Euro. He has Champions Leagues. And you're putting him down like that. Yeah. I forgot his name, man. If someone could search it up so I could have his name, that'd be nice. But uh, anyways, no. Uh, Napoli's a weaker team. If you take a look at their stats this year, not the greatest individual yeah. stats. Insigne had under 10 goals. I think Mertens as well. Uh, both of them with under 10 assists. Gattuso tried to, to play that shutdown game, but it just doesn't, it didn't work against us. We, we were there to win today. We were focused. And you saw Messi uh, took the bull by the horns, man. Terrorize that defense. What was it? 23 goals, 22 assists this season, 24 goals. Yeah, you got it. Pichichi uh, winner. 24, 22. 24 goals, 22 assists. So uh, my only, my only uh, worry is that if we don't get that Champions League this year, then he might pull the plug next summer. That's my only worry. This year and uh, next year, I should say. So if we don't have one Champions League, at least by summer 2021, he's going to pull the plug on the you, you operation. Got a, you got a very big obstacle on Friday. And uh, <laughs> Bayern Munich, right? So I'm fucking ready. That's all I have to I, say. I'm sure Messi is too. I'm just saying that they're, they're, they ain't nothing to fuck with. That's all I'm saying. I didn't watch the game, but if Langlais played the same way he played fucking that game, bro, um, Lewandowski and company are going to have a fucking problem. He was. I think it's a fantastic Goliath matchup. It would be a great final, in my opinion. I think this is the final kind of thing. So the team's hey, if, over? If yes. Barca come, like he said, if Barca come the way they were just playing, it's going to be a very nice final. Listen, uh, me, I... And no Busquets, by yeah, the way, yeah, that yeah. game, because yeah. he was suspended. Let yeah. me just uh, mention that. Ooh. And Rakitic took the mantle. Oh, that's fine. That's, that's the fine. only one who I could maybe criticize a bit that was a bit of a ghost was uh, Roberto in the midfield. But besides yeah. that, the rest of the squad was stupendous. Yeah. But Busquets is back next season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're, ta you're taking out Sergio and you're putting him in? Exactly. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably uh, Busquets, Rakitic, and De Jong. That's a ridiculous mid three. But I don't know, man. I just, this year, I've seen too many inconsistencies from Barcelona and too much consistency from Bayern Munich mm. that. No, you're, you're definitely it's, right. It's going to come down to Ter Stegen having the night of his life and Messi too, to beat Bayern. But I think... And it doesn't always happen. I think the, the fact that it's one game could work towards our advantage. I agree. Instead of playing two legs. Because, man, uh, for me personally, I would rather take Messi and Ter Stegen over Lewandowski and, uh, and Neuer to have the night of their lives. Yeah. If, You know what that's, I'm saying? No, but that's, that's completely fair to say. But the thing is, though, like, Bayern Munich, all of their players are on point. 
and the whole squad works so 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 well together that it's a team sport, bro. I don't know if this was just against because it was against Napoli, but everybody looked good there. I I didn't see the game either. That's the I thing. think it was because they were against Napoli. Okay, that's fair. So they, I they think, look, but they look good though. They did. They, they look good, but they but they looked ready and they looked okay. focused. Yes. Okay, so that's important because it's been a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're gonna have to. There's see a chance. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm I'm not I'm, doubting it, and I'm not doubting it to be probably the final of this tournament because that's how yeah. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Everyone said it here. Uh, Bayern's, if not, then one of the best teams right now. I said it. I'm backing it. And. Uh, all I have to say is that if we lose, then we're going to lose to the champions of Europe because they're what one no of these two that. teams are going to the finals. That's what I'm saying. And there's no shame. We're going to have to face either City or Lyon. Probably City. I fucking hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Because if you guys lose to Lyon, man, there's a big problem I there. I totally agree with you, but don't, don't worry about that. But uh, if I'm putting Bayern or Barcelona in front of City, once again, it's another Goliath matchup. But I think either one of those two teams have the edge to go to the final. 100%. So, uh, you never know what could happen. It's Champions League. That's the beauty I'm of just, it, too. I'm just yeah. hoping for a, a nice, clean game. That's it. Yep. Yeah. But I'm so, happy they turned up. Because like, apparently Napoli still played well, apparently. But despite, uh, they had a lot of chances. And, uh, uh, they hit the, the post the first uh, Mertens, two, three minutes. That. Yeah. That yeah, post, but, but, uh, but besides that, there wasn't Besides much. that, it wasn't... There wasn't uh, much. Yeah. They were pretty flat. Honestly, from uh, yeah, that's what I was I was reading upon. But uh, but to add to my point is that I'm happy that they didn't show those signs of weakness that they were showing this season. So probably in the locker room they're like, this is no longer the 2019 2020 season. Yeah, this is the start of the 2020 2021. I, you know what I mean? A switch flicked in the yeah. locker room. They they just look like I mentioned three times before, focused, bro. I think like, yeah, and I think it's a fact too that like this is the only like real title they could actually go for and the fact that they lost they lost the uh the the league the the league cup everything else you know domestic uh everything trophy else. they this lost would be, the this title yeah. would be the savior to their season yeah and, and the fact that they were in first place for like six months and then real madrid slowly crept up and then ended up snatching with them with two games in hand too yeah. not to mention yeah, yeah. you know so I, it's it's a huge mountain to climb, but I I think Bayern's gonna win it. Yeah. But if Barcelona beat Bayern, mm-hmm. I think Barcelona are going to the final. The winner of this yeah. game is winning the cup. That's it. It's the winner of this game. I, I, I don't think see, that too. I don't see and that's and that's and that's no offense to the other teams no. that are still like no. No, waiting that to just play. goes to show how much stronger they are compared <clears throat> to the other teams that are yeah. Left. I I I said Atletico were probably gonna go to uh, to the final from their side of the bracket. Yeah. I just hope not. Like, I don't want to see a final with Atletico Madrid in it because it's going to be fucking nine guys on defense and uh, the other team trying to crack them. Another Madrid team to the finals. I just Consecutively. I just want to give a fun fact about Diego Simeone. So Diego Simeone has never lost a Champions League knockout tie against a team which does not include Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo is no longer in the season's UCL. It's a fun yeah, fact. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. It's that, a fun that, fact. Yeah, but that fact might not hold up. We'll see. It's going to be fun. Let's just say I'm really happy that Champions League is back. Yeah. 
and that all of these things that are happening and who like, are they playing they're playing leipzig no yeah who's this athletic yeah but leipzig without a timo that's what i said i say atletico is going to win that game okay we'll see you never know they might pull an upset like Lyon. yeah but Lyon have memphis and leipzig lost their memphis they lost warner don't forget uh, warner got how many goals this season 23 right 28 yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's a lot of goals missing from your club. And bro. I think they're missing Poulsen too, who's their direct uh, Werner replacement. I think he's injured, so it doesn't look good. I'm just saying that Leipzig is still a great team, but I already had uh, Atletico in the final before yeah. all this, all these matches happen. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Were you guys grabbing PSG Atalanta? <laughs> uh, PSG should take that if Mbappe's playing. PSG's taking. Mbappe's it. out. It's not. I, he, I saw him training with Neymar. I don't know if that's true. I saw a picture with them in the tra- on the training ground. I don't know, man. This this all I don't depends. Think he's going to be fully else. fit. I don't. It, it's too much of a risk. They don't want the same thing that happened to Dybala. If and Neymar, they have a stack squad, bro. Yeah, bro, if Neymar's on his day, that's all. That's that's the thing. Like he, if he, like you said, if he's on his day, they're not. That's they're not stopping. Him. Exactly. What I was about to say. And another thing with PSG, I'm pretty sure uh, Di Maria is suspended. This game. Di Maria's not playing. Is he is official? suspended, right? Yeah. Because he got the, I don't the know if you can check out there, but uh, unless sure. his last game was the suspension don't, game, don't, don't forget you got the the Champions League uh, winner there and Kaylor Navas, experienced keeper in the Champions League, so uh, he can uh, he can steal a game if he wants to. And another uh, unfortunate thing for Atalanta, Ilicic is not in the squad. He's staying back home, uh, suffering through uh, depression because yep. he lost two of his best friends, and uh, he's considering retiring football. Altogether, yep. And uh, the coach, Atalanta's coach. Do you remember his name? I forgot. Gasparini. Gasparini uh, was bombarded with questions about Ilicic, and he just said, uh, "Listen, sometimes life is bigger than football. Leave me alone. Let's let's talk about the game." But the players do want to win it for him, and they're super motivated to do that, which is why they're going to come out guns blazing. Mm -hmm. And he is suspended. Yes. So then, actually, that game, if Mbappe does not play, that game is equal grounds, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. If Di Maria and Mbappe are not playing. Yeah. I just say but that. You still I mean, have Icardi. Still have Icardi yeah, right. No, the difference maker is Neymar. If Neymar, Neymar shows up, it's done. Because Icardi is not one to be the difference no. maker. He's no. a pure poacher. If someone gives him a couple of good balls, he's going to finish them for yeah. sure. But uh, don't rely on Icardi to bring up the no. ball. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. That's Neymar. If you want a one-man army, show, it's definitely gonna be a one-man army show. like Messi is Neymar. Neymar could change the whole game. Is Munier uh, in the squad or no? He's allowed to play. No, 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 no. no. But we already talked he? about this. We talked about this on the pod already about what happened with between them and uh, it's true. Jordan. We did oh, talk. Shit. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah it's all yeah, good. Yeah, oh, right. shit. Uh, just in that. case anybody was wondering, uh, I know I'm kind of bringing this uh, back up, but Bayern Munich did beat Chelsea, and that's why they're gonna play. Barcelona. I just, I just wanted to. Know. That's what, what was the, the aggregate? Seven, Seven one. one. Classic. And I, little, I don't think it's a classic, but whatever. And a little. Man, don't. I'm don't not even, stressing. Don't, don't even worry about. This. I'm not even you stressing. Know why? Like I said, it's the same idea with Juve. Now they have more time to get ready for next season yeah, with all the yeah. new players they brought in. Yeah. I see that as a. What do you say? It's just a better. It's just better for them. It's fine. It doesn't matter. And I'm saying classic, not from Chelsea's point of view. I'm saying it classic because Bayern. Is known for throttling teams, oh, yeah. high scoring. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm saying okay. classic. And don't forget, you you had a broken team, meaning injuries. Oh yeah, yeah. So you didn't have your full the, the team. Last there. game, the last game of the season, which was on uh, on Saturday, um, 
you're not doing anything to Bayern with yeah, that team. That's fine. It's just a reality, and it's just uh, we're at a uh, we're at a different stage compared Absolutely. to Bayern. Absolutely. We're you know sort of in a rebuild kind of thing. We want to get to that level where yeah. Bayern is trying to yeah. head this yeah. year. That's what we want. And I find Lewandowski has motivation because they scored four goals that game, and he had two goals, two assists. I f- I feel that golden that uh, sorry golden. the Ballon d'Or not being handed out this season is killing him. I'm telling you. But uh, he did he did come out and say that uh, yes he he gets a lot of comments saying that he should have won the Ballon d'Or and this year he got robbed and he's aware of that but he's like but right now my main focus for me is for us and the guys of Bayern yeah. Munich to win the Champions League they want the treble like, so to me yeah. bro. That just goes to show you how much of an unselfish player he yeah. is and how like down to earth yeah. he is. But, but, but I think Antonio brought up earlier is that players going to come and say they don't care about the trophy, but deep down, yeah, inside, seen. you know it's killing him because you can't put out a season like that and not get awarded. But you know what, though? Uh, but he's so used to it. A treble, these years. a treble? A treble season. A treble season, it's a big, and, that's huge. Bro. And over 30 goals. I just have uh, one question for you guys because... Uh, I'm going to bring it back to the game since we're on Bayern Munich. After the game, uh, Luis Suarez was asked about uh, their upcoming opponents. And he made like a weird face, like kind of worried, you know, like it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate we have to play them right now type of thing, type of face. But he said confidently it's a 50-50 game. We're both amazing teams. Bayern Munich is clearly one of the favorites to to win the, the Champions League. But so are we. That's the answer he gave. That's a pretty solid answer. But once again, his face told a, a different, different story, story for yeah, me yeah, personally. Yeah. Now, do you think that uh, Bayern Munich players are coming into this game with confidence or they're kind of the same feeling, the same face as Luis Suarez? Like, fuck, we got Barcelona. I think it's confidence. I think it's confidence. They, they've dominated everyone since January. That's the answer I wanted to hear, son. Pure domination since January. They don't, that they're not scared of then. They're not scared of Bayern, anyone. Bayern aren't scared of anybody. Anyone. Good. Anyone. But, I, know, good. I know you want but, them like but, that. But you, you know, want them all high and mighty. But you know bro, Messi crushes them. Fuck yeah. But you know fuck what yeah. though? Here's the thing though. Should have uh, worn my Messi jersey. Even, even though like they've won uh, DFB, they've won... Carlos. They've won uh, the... Bundes. The Bundesliga. Yeah. They haven't really been challenged in the Champions League. You know what I mean? They've had a pretty easy way up. And now... This year only. Aren't they the only team to go undefeated? Their first, uh, whatever it is, eight games. Yeah. So they've had a pretty easy time going, getting to where they are now. It's the quarterfinals. I think Barcelona, you know what? And once again... It's going to be a test for them. But it just shows domination. It's easy. But it wasn't like 2-1 games. It was high aggregate, so they're showing yeah. domination. Again, this is a different story because it's a one game off. Yeah, that's why they're all they're both going to come off. And that's the edge I'm going to give to Barcelona because the past two seasons that they've choked have been in second legs. First legs they've dominated, second legs they've choked. And Roma everyone, and Liverpool. And everyone's on equal ground. Never bring that up again. <laughs> no, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying the point for Barcelona. No, a no, one off is, busting, uh, busting is dangerous for Messi, especially a hot Messi coming off. No, uh, and you know what? There's no excuses for anybody. They're all playing on equal grounds. Mm-hmm. They're all playing in uh, Lisboa. Maybe, maybe by the time that Barcelona and Bayern have played, the grass might not be in the best condition. 
That's the only thing, the only excuse I see for either team. Because on Wednesday you have a game, on Thursday you have a game, and then come Friday and Saturday, I feel bad for the guys playing on Saturday actually. Manchester City. So, so you're saying you're saying this because uh, like you've, you've recently noticed it, like in hockey, just to make a little relation for yeah, a comparison. Yeah. yeah. So look at the guys in uh, Toronto and uh, Edmonton. Watch three games a night. And uh, you see, by the last game of the night, uh, the puck is bouncing. fucking bouncing. It's yeah. going behind them. It's like uh, getting stuck and stuff. So, like the the playing conditions are and weather as... too. It's hot outside in Toronto, so they have to they have to always keep it refrigerated with the doors opening up. They said it's a so problem. So you're saying you're saying that like the environment is going to be almost the same effect. For, it like, might be field. an issue. It saying. might be an issue. Yeah. Do you think? Unless they hire a million groundsmen to free with their sticks po- poking uh, <laughs> with their hose <laughs> the grass into the ground and all that shit, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a problem for me personally. Oh yeah, you you think so? Well, we'll see. That's a that's a good point though to bring up. That's uh, pretty crazy that you thought of that. These are different times, man. And, if, I, and I know and they coffee. Bring up, they bring up different issues. <laughs> and both teams are healthy too, except from TT for Barca, but both teams have no major injuries. I, uh, so it's and, a very uh, even Titi game. Titi and Dembélé, but we've been without them all fucking exactly. season. That's so. what I meant. I meant it's yeah, not like yeah. a Suarez injured and a Muller injured. Not everyone's right. healthy. Yeah, everyone's healthy. So we're looking at a good game on Friday. It could be. It, so, could, man. it could be even a thing of depth too that might come into play. Like how much depth do you have in your squad? We have young depth and guys that are well, kids that are hungry. Ricky Puig, Ansu Fati. Uh, what else would I say? Compared, on, to, on, uh, compared to their depth, though, the the defense uh, does worry me. Like if uh, PK or Longley goes down, go down early, mm-hmm. that's worrisome. Okay, for me, but midfielders, attackers, I'm I'm confident. Okay, okay, we'll see. So I guess that wraps up Champions League. I don't know if you guys had anything else to say about it. I think we pretty much covered everything that kind of happened Yeesh. over the weekend. Um, so yeah, there's going to be more fixtures in Champions League. Just the uh, second legs of the other table are going to go through. So that's PSG Atalanta on Wednesday, on Wednesday, and on Friday. Atletico on, on Thursday. Thursday. At- Atletico on uh, Barca on th- Friday, City Saturday. Yeah. So that's what the lineup is. Uh, the schedule is looking like for Champions League. All right. So we'll get right into it. A little bit of transfer talk. Um, or rumors, if you want to say, because a lot of it is still in speculation and like there's still negotiating happening. But mm-hmm. once again, we're talking about Jaden Sancho, Dortmund, and the Manchester United move. Uh, a lot, there's a lot that would that's been said today publicly, like through social media and whatnot. On I want to get your end. on yeah. Dortmund's end, yes. And I want to get your opinion on this. So, Alex, you're looking at me with these wild eyes. like No, no. I was, about to, I was about to say this might be the last time we're talking about Jadon Sancho in the, in the transfer window this summer, specifically. Okay. Uh, because apparently the director came out and said uh, he's not for sale. But I did look that up. And, and, I, and I think someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But I think he, said, he had said this like four days ago. And it's just coming to light now. I don't know. I could be wrong. So, but... Well, yeah, the tweet was from four days ago. We saw it, uh, but the deadline before. to sign Sancho was today, apparently. And I think yeah. that was that was known like yeah. information for everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew Monday, August tenth, was the date. Fabrizio uh, said it himself. He said it uh, last week or whatever. We said it last episode. The August tenth was a known date that it was the deadline to sign Sancho. Yeah. We haven't seen anything uh, for today that they signed him. Nothing's been. Um, 
yeah, beneficial. In England, uh, in England, now, the thing, like, the thing with the director is I think he fucked over United in a sense where the deal was 90 million up front, 20 million in add-ons. And, and only today he told them apparently that I want 120 up front. No add-ons, no nothing. Straight up, yeah. Straight yeah. up. And that's where the deal kind of... Yeah, but uh, the 90 wasn't even up front, though. They were going to pay it in three it's years, solid. man. No, I, but I remember reading that 90 was going to be up front. He was like really being harsh with them towards the end of the deal. And I think that's where nothing was getting done in the last couple of days. He said it from the beginning, though. But he changed his mind. 120 is the price. But he changed his mind. Like, like now he's saying he's allowed. It's his player. No, absolutely. I'm agreeing with you. I think he was kind of teasing that on uh, Man United just Ah, a little. They were fucking around with. Don't forget, he he knows how badly they want him, and he was the one with the fucking the ball in his court. So he was like, you know what? You give me the fucking money now. You want him? Come get him. If not, but the but the narrative kept changing too. They were like, first it was 120, then negotiating time went on. They said okay, 90 plus add-ons, exactly. And then United were like, okay, we're actually getting a deal a little, but we can't still pay that. So let's try to like make installment payments. And then Dorman was like, haha, fuck you, no, back to 120. Today's last day, motherfucker. Exactly, and I think that's where the deal kind of collapsed a bit. Once again. But we it's don't their know. Player. But we don't know. Period. We don't know if this is true, though. And apparently, they're having a hard time communicating because they're dealing directly with his agent. Yeah. Which apparently is like fucking up all communication deals happening. Fucking broken telephone type of shit, bro. With yeah. Sancho's agent, you're saying? I'm assuming uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Hey man, I, we've said this a thousand times on the podcast. Uh, I think it's better that he stays in Dortmund. Stay, please. Uh, have another stellar season and then go for even more money. Listen, I'll put it into next, perspective next, next summer. for all of you. This is ov- the obvious perspective, but who would you rather dish the ball to? Haaland or Martial? 100%, man. You can't. <laughs> yeah, you just said it perfectly. Give me a break, man. You just said it perfectly. He seems pretty, uh, pretty happy in, in Germany. He's enjoying his football. 17 goals, 17 assists last season. And he's only 20. Germany's clearly working out for him. Why why risk your career stats by going to the EPL and probably jeopardizing your international chance as well and all that, you know? You guys are changing. Hey, last week you're saying home team, never going to happen again. No, George. Now. But George did put out a good point by saying he's from England. No, but I, like me, like, like I like to look at both sides. Paper, it makes sense. And like, dude, last Career-wise, week, it doesn't. Yeah, but dude, last week when we were talking, I was convinced with all the stuff that we were reading that United were like 95% close That's to closing the deal. I said and until now, today, it's pen to paper, I'm, I'm, I'm on Sancho's career right now, not hometown. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair what he's saying. We also didn't predict that the director was going to be a hard ass towards the end. Yeah. Because I really believe that man, you thought they were going to get him. Because they freed up the, the the wage from from Sanchez, they did the all numbers like the they number seven is available, bro. Stupid excited. It just everything was there for it him. It was just yeah. They fucked them at the end. So career wise, stay in Dortmund. No, but again, it's not like he's choosing to stay. No, it's no, more no. of the fact that now the, he's kind of they're kind of telling him like you're gonna stay. But he, I think he's okay with that. From what I've been seeing, he's gonna be okay with that. It's a win win for him. He stays. He's playing with fucking Howland. He's a solid team. Great to be enjoying his football. uh, 100%. Earlier today, uh, we posted on our uh, Instagram uh, story. We asked the question, do you guys think Sacho is going to sign for United by the end of the day? 80% replied no. 20% said yes. Yanni and Staffy. (laughs) (laughs) That's 10-10 for Yanni and Staffy. No, no. There were uh, 60 people or (laughs) whatever that answered. Yeah. 
I was one of them that said yes, but that was before I read the, the director's uh, comments. And when I found out the, the change in the deal of how they were asking for everything up front, uh, and once I saw that, I was like, Eesh, the deal probably doesn't look like it's going to happen. I don't know. I think the, that date is horseshit, to be honest with you. Okay. It doesn't mean fuck all to me. And if United is ready to splash 120 up front. So you think it's going to happen regardless, even if the season starts and Sancho's in mid-season form? Mid-season form? When is the season starting? No, but mid-season form. I'm saying like if the season starts in September and the, the window lasts until October, if he starts the season with Dortmund, there's no way he's going to leave. Then I'll put a deadline for the season opener then because uh, I don't think that's over yet. Okay, that's fair. It ain't over till it's over. And they have the money. I don't understand why they don't just put it up. Again, but uh, Dorman don't need to sell him. That's the whole point of this. I understand, but... And... and You're going to sell him if it's 120, bro. No, no, no. Any, no. any player, bro. Like. That's fair, but we also forgot to mention that Dorman also put the deadline there because they wanted to get a replacement. So if they're going to sell him in September when the season starts, they're not going to get a replacement when the season starts. There's going to be no fucking point. Nope. Well, they could. Like I said, they, they could, but bro, are they going to? No, are there going to be anybody left? Of course, it's all it's all speculation. But I, but I, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see Dortmund pulling a fast one. Like uh, I think they're gonna play it safe. I don't know, man. It's tough to say, bro. Like I'm all, like you're always hearing like different shit every day. That I'm, like I'm with Anthony though. I think if United pay up, give them 120 up front. Uh, Jaden already agreed on terms or whatever. At least yeah, he agreed on personal terms. There's that too, you know. It so, throws a curveball into the game. So if Dortmund get there, the 120 that they want, even if it's a week uh, from today or two weeks from today, then they're gonna take it. Yeah, because I think Dortmund know that United have they, the money, and huh? United are just trying to get somewhat of a deal out of this. But How many uh, young promising players have they sold so far for 100 mil? There's Dembele right away that comes to mind. Who else was there? Obama. That? Well, not a hundred, but close. Pulisic, not a hundred, but seventy mil, fifty mil. He was uh, nineteen when he got sold. And you guys remember after he made that comment, the same comment about Sancho, where he made about Dembele saying that we're not selling him. And they sold him. How many days after was he oh, sold? Oh, I don't know. Because the 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 point is the same. Barca gave them one twenty plus uh, forty in add-ons, one twenty up front. So. You're getting 160 total. Of course, you're saying yes to. A, but I think Barca were really quick to 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 splash the 120. Whereas United, they're they're being careful about it. They're trying to like extend as much time as they can. They're playing. They're playing. Well, one side pulls the rope, the other side pulls the rope. That's what that's what's happening now. Well, of course, they have no one else uh, competing against them. It's Manu versus Dortmund. It's not like they have. Uh, Whatever, yeah. Chelsea, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madrid, and everyone else after them. It's literally only Man U. So, of course, they're, they're, trying to get, they're trying to get the best deal that they could. Yeah. And they're trolling now, too, by posting a pic that they... Uh, you love to see it. Dortmund, <laughs> That's a picture of Sancho. Like, Sancho smiling in the smiling jersey. You love to see jersey. it. I hope he stays. That's my final thing to say about that whole yeah. deal. Is I, I hope he stays now. I'm with Alex. Uh, for Dortmund's sake, too, if they have to find a replacement, it's going to be tough if they, if they sell him later on. Uh, and that's it. And he's uh, signed till 2023. 2023. Correct? Which means he absolutely needs to go next season before they lose him for free, which they'll never fucking do. No. So they'll extend his contract. If he stays, they'll extend his contract mid-season. 
Yeah, and that's when they're going to have to pay up. Fast. Yeah, exactly. And they're not they're, losing another star for free. They're going to have to pay uh, Manu money, which is uh, 300 which is a week. Which is why, for now, now that I'm seeing the deal, it makes more sense to keep him for one more year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell him, get rid of him next yeah, yeah. season. And try to win the, the Bundesliga title with them, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like Tommy They were and I close were, this year. Like Tommy and I were saying uh, before, was that with Leroy at Bayern now... It's battle for second in Bundes. You're battling for second at this point because Bayern's going to win it again. Oh, you're, you, you're saying Dortmund doesn't have a chance. Nope, zero. With, this is me. I, I did tell you today, though. With Sancho there, something... Like, you have a very, very small chance, but I don't know, man. If Leroy stays healthy with Leroy, Lewandowski, and Nabry up top, it's that, oh, that's a great passage. Yo, it's just a full... Buddy... No Full like squad. TV, your defense is weak. No True. Chance. Defense is weak and goalie no is not. I'm telling you, man, Dorman, not... we might see a different Dorman without Akimi, man. That guy was their driving force in every... If they're smart, they're going to get a uh, solid center back. Yeah, of course. If they're smart. They, he plays three at the back. Uh, he has Hummels, Kanji, and he's missing another strong guy. So He's not going to do that now because he doesn't have Hakimi on the wing. He has Mounier, who, play, who, who played the right wing back at PSG. Just the same way. It's just he's not as fast, Doesn't obviously. Have that speed. So we'll and see what happens. Guerrero. Yeah. And Guerrero there, too. And on the left. Yeah. They it's, still have a great team. And if Sancho's there, they're obviously going to fight for a second with no problem. It's just to get first and beat and beat Bayern with that team now. I don't know. They got Sewell back. They have Leroy now. Don't forget, Bayern is, Bayern's doing this without Leroy. Just add Leroy to the squad next season. And Bayern did that without their starting center back in, in Nicolas Sewell last year. It's, it's the same situation with Laporte where they got injured early. They were out for the entire rest of the season. So they, they, when they get him back, he's going to be healthy for them. He's their starting center back. Dangerous, man. I don't know, man. Dangerous. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so more news uh, in the transfer market. So William for Chelsea writes a farewell message to the Chelsea fans today, even though he hasn't put pen to paper with another team. But uh, the rumors are that he's most likely going to sign for Arsenal. Right, to another what, London team. What, like, what why? What is with this Chelsea, Chelsea players going to Arsenal? I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand get it. it either. Guaranteed playing time. That's what it's about. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, for, because uh, and the wages too. With Ziyech over there, forget it. He's gonna get uh, ten minutes a game if you were I, to. But, but now, he has Pepe there. Maybe I it's a battle who, for Pepe and Willian. Now I wonder who the other four clubs were. There, I think there was Tottenham was one. I Marino. think Barcelona yeah. were interested for like a bench player kind of thing. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, so he like officially wrote his farewell message. I, for me, great servant of the club. That's, you know... You can't put it any other way. I can't put it any other way. Yes, his numbers are underwhelming. Don't just look at numbers. Yeah, but he did did serve the club for seven years. So the longevity part, I really, like, admire. I'm a huge admirer of that because you don't necessarily see it as much anymore Mm -hmm. with players. Mm -hmm. Players always bouncing from club to club kind of thing. Um, But the number's a little uh, underwhelming. And the fact that, like, when he used to score goals, he had, like, these moments of brilliance that I just kind of wish I saw it more. Mm-hmm. You know, if he was having, like, 10, 10 goals and, like, 10 assists, like, if he was doing double-digit numbers, I'd be very happy, you know? Yeah, but the thing is about him is that what separates him from other common wingers is that common wingers have zero defensive awareness. Yeah, and, and that's where he kind of gets me, too, is where his defensive work rate and his pressing is very... Amazing. Like, it's amazing, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing to have too. 
Mm-hmm. It's a very good thing to have. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He was very strong defensively, man. He was very, very strong defensively. Yeah. yeah. And his set pieces were insane. Yeah, that too. So, there's rumors now. And I don't know how... Obviously, it's rumors. I don't know how true or whatever it is. But Ronaldo to leave PSG. To, to, to leave Juve to go to PSG. I'm sorry. No. And then <laughs> we could squash this right now because he just released a post on Insta. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Saying that he's going to come back. That huge motivational uh, caption that he posted on Insta the day of the loss. Yeah. The so day that, of the loss. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. How fucking much he wants to win, and not only for himself, but for, but the for Juventus. As well. For Juventus. He wants, them, like, he wants them to win. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, these yeah, things yeah. are a fantastic organization, which we, uh, they are, not because I'm a Juve fan, because they're. Their stature in the football world and in the world they of sports are. is among the top fucking 10, 15 uh, in sports in general. And mm-hmm. so uh, he wants them to win. They deserve it. Don't forget, they didn't get Ronaldo to win the Scudetto. Yeah. And what they got him off, to win the Champions League. Champions League. What pisses yeah. me off that they have, they're not providing him with any service. Yep. They're relying solely on him to get the job done. We, yep. we saw it clearly during that Lyon match. Uh, so that's why I can't wait for this rebuild and this revolution. Hey man, if it's an all or nothing project, fucking go for it and see what comes out. I like the proactiveness. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, the move is a bit far fetched. The rumor, I should say. Yeah. But I also will say that if it does come to surface and Juve get like eighty mil, then they should grab it and run. I agree. I said uh, one of the few episodes, um, maybe about five episodes ago. Like, if it was up to me or um, what I what I would do. I would say you sell him because if you need to rebuild, it, he's, number, he's taking up all the wages, right? So uh, yeah, but it's nice having him score. <laughs> Absolutely, thirty-one this bro, season. He fucking, what was uh, it? Thirty-one, thirty-three, right? Bro, this year in City only. Yeah, uh, it was thirty-one. In all comps, it was thirty-seven. The most ever by a Juve player. He broke a ninety-four-year-old Juve record. What shitty players around him? Minus DiBala. Yeah. Handful of players. And he scored 100% of UV's goals in the, in the playoff stage. At 35 years old. Yeah. So, uh, give him a good team behind him, and the man can still fucking perform. And I saw, just to go back to the, the rumors, that I saw, like, um, someone tweeted, like, Ronaldo, Neymar, and Mbappe. Like, just imagine that top three. But in my head, I'm like, there's no way that'll ever happen. Same stupidities, bro. What people were saying, oh, Messi's going to go to Juve because Barca was losing a few games. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's the kind of rumor that... Stupid. Like Gold.com reports. Trash. Or Barca to... Or uh, Messi <laughs> to Inter Milan. Oh, my God. Sorry to bring that up then. Jesus Christ. No, but you didn't know about the post. No, I didn't. If you knew about the post, I would shout on you. I didn't. No, no, no. But you didn't know about it, so it's fine. Yeah, okay. So, oddly enough, Liverpool FC are busy in the market and they signed a left back from Olympiakos. Yeah, Greek. That's just that's just a depth move. Uh for sure, man. Bro, if you would have asked me who the <laughs> cost is pissed. Why? Because he's very good and there's no replacement for him at Olympiakos. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just saying I'm just saying so no, I'm just saying if if Costa Bus likes him, he's, he's probably uh, he's probably he's probably he's good. Bus, you spoke to Costa. Because yeah. <laughs> who's who's Robertson's uh, backup? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so smart the boy move. needs some rest. Absolutely. Sometimes. Hey. He, does, he does need some rest. 
Hey, you're playing in, in uh, all kinds of competitions. Well, every man. fucking game. You're not going to play Robertson in a league cup match. Uh, who's Trent's replacement? Klein. Is Klein still on the team? No, no Klein did. Uh, Fuck. I might have seen I something. I haven't seen anyone replacing this guy. They've either. played like uh, almost every game. Transfer market. They have someone there right back. I'm going to check. But, uh, <laughs> ah, whatever. Nathan- it's Nathan- a stupid question. We Nathan- don't have to Klein. boggle our heads around. Yeah. You know what? This is a really good move too. So now you could give those players that played every game since they started playing for Liverpool. Yeah. And give them a break. And this, obviously, it's a depth move. I don't know too much about him. I know that they paid, like, nothing, practically nothing. When, well, when I say nothing. Well, 17 mil. 13 or 17 mil. So, it's a good move. Good depth move for Liverpool. They didn't have to pay top dollar for uh, for a backup. Peanuts. Like some, some teams do. Go for it. Oh, yeah. That's why you have to go uh, searching sometimes Absolutely. in these smaller leagues, man. Because there are players that shine. And I feel like Liverpool are the only ones doing this right. Because they did it with... Um, they did it with Trent, Trent and Robertson. They did it with Robertson. Robertson. But the other guy, too, that they signed. Uh, uh, Minamino. Minamino, too. Yeah. Pokemon. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds like a Pokemon rose. Yeah. It actually does. But anyways, forget you know, it. Even though like he... He didn't really. He just like he he didn't. I don't think he had any starts, but he came on a couple of he times. He started ago. in the restart. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, he's young, bro. Uh, he's super he's, young. He's a good depth, probably starter in the future if yeah. he continues on a good path. Yeah, that's the only thing they have to build now. They don't have to touch that starting eleven at all. Get get a bench. Yep. Depth. Build a backup. Uh, yeah. Depth. Because that's going to decrease your chance of getting your star guys on your eleven injured, injured from all these yeah. other competitions. I'm assuming Shakiri's going to leave. He should. Uh, if he wants to keep uh, winning uh, titles, he's going to stay. And uh, the backup fullback, by the way, is Neko Williams, who's 19 years old. Backup fullback for which side, though? Right side. Okay. For Trent. Sure. Like, if you go on score, <laughs> they have him, the rest of the starting uh, yeah. four, and Matip and Joe Gomez. So there's nobody else. Yeah. Uh, make, that makes sense. There's nobody else. So they had no choice to get a backup. Uh, I still think they're going to get a center back, though. I still feel like Liverpool's going to buy a center back this summer. Okay. I mean, they, have, they don't necessarily need one next to uh, Van Dijk. Van Dijk. Be, bro, they can probably finesse another cheap option who turns out to be great because Klopp is great. He'll yeah. make it work. Yeah, yeah you would make it work. All right. Um, this is not more uh, transfer news, but concerning the upcoming fixture with Atletico and Leipzig, um, two players have tested positive in the Atletico squad. Uh, that would be Correa, and I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Versalco. Is it Versalco? Okay, so because there's a whole bunch of uh, we tried two starting players, but they got retested, and everyone's fine now. Everything's so. good. A whole bunch of lack of vowels, and now uh, when did, when did you find this out? Today. 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 Everything's good. They got retested. Yeah. So they're gonna play. Yep. They're fine. It was false uh, positives. Okay, but but there were reports saying that. There were two players. Unless they fucking uh, paid all kinds of money to shut uh, everyone's Which mouths, bro. They, I really don't think they have now, but let's... Anyways, that's something else. But that's just a total conspiracy. But yeah, false negative... Uh, sorry, false positives are, uh, are a true thing. thing. Yeah. And that's why everyone gets tested twice, especially in uh, mm-hmm. sports, doctors, nurses, whatever. Yep. Fake news. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fake news. It's uh, the fucking tests, bro. But we're not going to get it. Anyways, as long as the, the game didn't get canceled, nothing nothing happened in terms of Champions League. Everything's fine. So, the yeah, games, so the Atletico, games are ready. Atletico aren't losing any players. So, yeah. 
I guess it's a good thing. I don't ha- necessarily have anything else here. If you guys had something to talk about, Visca Barça. It's all off the same. Visca Barça. All right, cool. I think we've uh, pretty much cleared up everything. Thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in. As always, um, we enjoy doing this a lot, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna keep coming every week. Ciao, guys. Ciao, Ciao guys. Peace.